listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey guys, it's John Barrett. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where we are here to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence and your impact. We are going to have a great episode today. It is Thanksgiving time here in the U.S., where we take this month of November to kind of be grateful, have gratitude, and be thankful for all the things that we have in our life. And so today, I thought it'd be really fitting to do a podcast called How to Ignite Your Team's Productivity with Gratitude, because we are traditionally in a mode right now of an attitude of gratitude. You know, I've heard a lot of people for the month of November uh, that, that journal all month and maybe take a topic every day that they're grateful for, and they just kind of challenge themselves with that gratitude to be able to be thankful. Um, I, I've heard of some people that each day uh, they post on social media something to be grateful for, and uh, they're just looking for ways to kind of have an attitude of gratitude. And I think all these things, they're great. I think they keep us in this place of being grateful, of being thankful, and I think that's a such an important part for our own mental health, our own success, our own productivity is definitely having an attitude of gratitude. But what I want to talk to you today about is how to ignite your team's productivity with gratitude. You see, you have the ability as a leader to ignite productivity and motivation and inspiration in somebody else. That's right. You actually can affect other people's productivity, even their well-being. And your team around you, you can affect them. You can influence them in their productivity with Gratitude. In fact, I believe that gratitude is one of the most powerful forms of motivation in somebody else. When you take time to give uh, gratitude, when you're grateful for those around you, and and you begin to express that, which we're going to talk about that today, then you begin to impact them in a powerful, phenomenal way. If you want your team to be highly productive, then it's going to take gratitude from you as the leader. You see, you set the tone. I mean, you really do. You set the the drive that your team has. And you can always take a leader. And if you want to know the temperature of a team, put a thermometer in the leader's mouth. That's right, because whatever the leader is doing or maybe not doing, whatever their temperature is in terms of their drive, their motivation, their ability to influence others, so goes the team. So if you want to know the temperature of a team, put a thermometer in the leader's mouth and you will get a good indication. So today, I want you to know that if you want to ignite your team's productivity, then it's going to take gratitude. It's going to have to come from you. You see, I believe that gratefulness ignites faithfulness. So when you're grateful to your team, your team's going to be faithful to you. They're going to begin to kind of go to battle for you, go to bat for you. They're going to begin to go to the boardroom with you and for you. And so if you want a faithful team, so to speak, then you've got to be grateful for them. Gratefulness ignites faithfulness. I'm telling you, the people that stick around in an organization and are willing to go above and beyond are the ones that are grateful for the people and the leaders above them and around them. So again, if you want a faithful team that's got your back, that's going to go go to bat for you, then you've got to be grateful for them and you've got to show them that. And the more that they feel that gratefulness from you as the leader, the more they're going to be faithful to you as the leader. So 
few things that I want to kind of cover before I give you these three ideas, three ways that you can kind of express this gratitude, that you can show this gratitude, that you can ignite your team with this. But but I I just want to kind of take a second here and 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 and, and kind of lay some foundation. Because Peter Drucker, who is considered the father of modern-day management, I mean, he kind of set the foundation for, for modern-day leadership. I mean, he, he was incredible. I mean, he was one of the first that began to really teach on management and leadership in the corporate world, and, and, and he really revolutionized everything. I mean, we can trace pretty much everything back to Peter Drucker in a lot of ways in terms of modern-day leadership. But one of the things that I think is so phenomenal that Peter Drucker talked about, and even though he was almost godlike in the business community, I mean, he literally was just looked to as the source, the expert on management and leadership, especially in through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and that. But, but one of the things that he talked about that I think is so fascinating, he said, if you want to know the real quality of a leader, put him in charge of a not-for-profit organization or team. And that's when you know you've got a real leader. If that person can ignite and inspire and motivate and drive and lead a team of volunteers that don't have to follow that leader. I mean, there's no paycheck being held over their head. There's nothing that they have over them except for raw, pure influence and motivation and inspiration. That's when you know the quality of a leader. You see, anybody can follow somebody that pays them or tells them they have to do things or threatens them or that. But if you want to know the real quality of a leader, put that person in charge of a volunteer type of organization or group of people where people don't have to follow if they don't want to. That's when you've got the purest form of leadership. And Peter Drucker taught that. I think it's fascinating because, you know, I look at my life, and I work with a lot of not-for-profits, and, and I've been a part of the non-for-profit sector for, for many, many years, and helping out and being a part of that, and, and I can tell you through experience that it is one of the toughest forms of leadership, because you solely have to just have pure motivation, inspiration, and you've got to be able to impact those people around you and get them to want to give their all for what you've got. You don't have money to throw at them. You don't have threats, so to speak, to throw at them, or you're going to lose your job. They're thinking, I'm just a volunteer anyway. So it's the purest form. Now, I say that because if you really want to be a pure leader, then gratitude is at the center of that. I mean, you have got to be able to lead with gratitude. You've got to be able to to express that and put that into others because that is the purest form of leadership. You know, Fred W. Smith, the founder of FedEx, he said this, leadership is getting people to work for you when they are not obligated. Wow, leadership is getting people to work for you even when they're not obligated to do so. That's powerful. You know, Charles Schwab said this, he said, I've yet to find the person however great or exalted his station, who did not do better work and put forth greater effort under a spirit of approval than he would ever do under a spirit of criticism. I love that. I mean, Charles Schwab said, I've never seen anyone that that doesn't work harder and, and give all they've got that, 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 that's under this uh, leadership of a spirit of approval rather than a spirit of criticism. You see, when we're under that criticism and, and that, I mean, it's like a weight. It's just, it kind of bears down on us. And we're not able to produce at our highest level. 
But when you are under a, a leadership of approval that is there for you, that is driving you and pushing you, inspiring you, and is grateful for the contribution that you make, you begin to rise up more. You know it in your own life. I know it in my life. The people that I've served under, I mean, I can trace it back. Those that I really went above and beyond and wanted to give my all to were the ones that believed in me, that, that, that saw the value in me, that appreciated me. It made me all the more want to give above and beyond. But we, I've also been under some leaders that were really, really hard to serve under. I mean, they were just kind of tyrants. I mean, dictators. And they did not have any gratitude towards you. They, you, you, know, you were almost like a slave to them. And I'm telling you, I, I know in my own life, I had to battle this feeling of just not wanting to give them a whole lot of effort. You know, all because of this pride and whatever it is, it probably wasn't a great response from me as an individual, but it just, I didn't want to give my all to them. I didn't want to go above and beyond. In fact, sometimes I wanted to do the very least just because I was so frustrated by the situation. So I'm telling you, great leaders know how to harness this attitude of gratitude. You see, research shows that gratitude significantly increases productivity. There was an old uh, milk commercial many years ago. You may remember this. It said, happy cows produce happy milk, right? And, and the commercial was actually based on scientific research that proved that happier cows literally produce more nutritious milk. I mean, this study showed that in, in a journal of endocrinology, researchers from the University of Wisconsin in, in Madison found that cows who were exposed to serotonin, a natural chemical known to boost happiness, produce milk with an increased level of calcium. I mean, literally happy cows that were in great environments and, and that were nurtured and taken care of, they actually produced healthier, more nutritious milk. And, and we're no different. I mean, I'm certainly not calling you a cow or anything like that. But, but our, our, our bodies are under that same kind of law, under that same sort of rule, if you were. I mean, when we are in an increased state of happiness, our brain gets better blood flow, and it allows us to think even better. But when we're in a, a distressed kind of environment, and, and we're under leadership and under situations where it, it's just not so great, our mind becomes cloudy as we try to think. And feeling stress has been shown to decrease activity in, in your brain, which slows your ability to process new information. And I'm telling you, this limits your ability to engage in creative problem solving and to be able to be productive, to be able to be focused and all the things that you need to do in order to make a difference. Our thoughts literally have the power to suppress or release neurochemicals that determine our productivity. And when you are in a great environment where you are under great leadership, where you feel like you are valued and you're making a difference... I'm telling you, you produce at a higher level, and your team is no different. As a leader, you have got to help to, to kind of foster that environment in your team. If you want to see them go to the next level, if you want to produce products that are greater, if you want to produce outcomes that are better, whatever it is, you can apply this to any situation, then you have got to begin to be grateful for your team and show gratitude because it will begin to lift them up. You know, Sean Aker, uh, author of The Happiness Advantage, he wrote this. He said, when we are happy, when our mindset and mood are positive, we are smarter, more motivated, and thus more successful. Happiness is the center, and success revolves around it. 
and, and that's a great book, The Happiness Advantage uh, by Sean Acor w- w- is a great book. He's written a lot of great things and done so much research on this about how happiness affects our success and all these things. But listen, when happiness is at the center of our lives, so to speak, when we're in a good spot, success just revolves around it. Productivity revolves around it. Your team's ability to, to, to lead and move and grow at a, at, a, at a higher level is all based on, is your team valued? Are they happy? Is your team feeling the, the gratitude coming from you as the leader? Listen, what you appreciate in others will appreciate in value. I mean, when you appreciate others, they will appreciate in their value. And the more you express your gratitude, the more they're going to go above and beyond. See, people tend to rise to the level of their expectations. If you set high expectations on the front end, you'll get a high return on the back end. When you, when you tell your team that, man, you guys are valuable, you're incredible, you're doing a great job, and you really praise them, then I'm not talking manipulative and, and, and kind of false praise. I'm talking about the real deal when you're picking out the great things that they're doing and the value that they're bringing to the table. And you focus on that. I'm telling you, you're going to set the expectation high, and they're going to begin to perform at a higher level because they're going to say, I want to live up to that. I want to live up to that reputation. I want to live up to that expectation. But if you set low, I mean, if you're constantly just picking out everything they're doing wrong, then I'm telling you, their expectation isn't going to be very high of themselves. There's not a reputation to live up to. In fact, they're just trying to get out of that reputation. But in doing so, they're not being productive at their highest level because they're not feeling the gratitude. They're just feeling kind of like, you know, the the finger pointed at them and, and stress and all these things. So you've got to be really nitpicky in a good way and pick out the good things. Be very specific about the things that, that you see that are going well. And listen, the more you acknowledge the people in your life who help you and impact you, the more people will be impacted by you. All right, when you begin to look around and you begin to be grateful for the people in your life, I'm telling you, they're going to begin to produce at a higher level and they're going to be impacted. So always let your people know how valuable they are to you and your organization. You cannot say it enough. You know, William Arthur Ward, the the famous poet, said, God gave you a gift of 86,400 seconds today. Have you used one to say thank you? I love that. That's good, right? I mean, listen, encouragement creates instant, irresistible influence with others. I mean, there's nothing that moves you faster and further to becoming an influencer than the ability to be a great encourager. People are drawn to encouragers. They are, they're fascinated by encouragers. I mean, they're dependent on encouragers, and I don't mean that in a codependent kind of a way, but we need it. They need it. We all want to be successful, but we need somebody in our corner that's grateful for us, that's pushing us. And a leader's responsibility is to be the cheerleader for their team. It's to be grateful for them, cheering them on, encouraging them. So three ways to express gratitude. Just three things I want to talk about today. Just give you some tips and just some things to be thinking about. Because if you'll begin to apply this and if you'll begin to operate this way, I'm telling you it's going to change the landscape of your team and it's going to change your output dramatically if you truly embrace this. So three V's that I want to talk to you about. The first one is this, the way to express gratitude. One is verbally. All right. Never assume that people know you are grateful for them. Do not make that assumption. 
You have got to use your words and your voice to ensure that they know you appreciate them without question. Listen, you have got to use your words. Words are powerful, and leaders' words are powerful. I I did a podcast uh, um, a while back called Leverage Your Lungs. I talked about the power of your words and the ability to communicate. And I'm telling you, you as a leader, your words are so powerful. What you say to and about your team can make a massive difference in their productivity. So I want you to make sure that you are using your words. Never assume that people think, that, or, or never assume that they know that you're grateful for them. It, it's kind of like the spouse, you know, or, or, or boyfriend or girlfriend in a relationship that just, you know, says, ah, they know I love them. I just don't, you know, they, that's just assumed. That's implied. No, no, no. That, that, that's the worst kind of relationship advice we could ever give somebody. We know that that never works out well. This idea that I don't have to tell you I love you, you should just know. I'll tell you if, you, if I don't. Now, I mean, that, that never works, never works in a relationship. People need to hear it. So I want to challenge you, be specific about what it is that you're grateful for. Don't be vague. No, you do not want to be vague. You want to be specific. So you have got to tell the person exactly what they've done that you're grateful for. I mean, be specific about the traits or the examples or the actions that you want to point out. Don't say things like, uh, you, you really impacted me on that. Or, you know, you're just a really sweet person. Or, you know, you, you just, you, you do a really good job. No, 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 you don't, don't say that, okay? You, you've got to be specific about why you are grateful. So take that to the next level and tell them why it is. Why is it that they have such a great attitude? What is it about them that really impacted you? What is it that you appreciated that they did to go above and beyond on this project? I mean, you need to literally be as specific as you possibly can. So when you're talking to people, make sure that you point it out. Talk about it. Don't assume that they know that. So use your words. You've got to verbally communicate to people your gratefulness. Listen, gratitude that is unexpressed does nothing. It is unhelpful and it is unseen, unheard, unknown. It doesn't do anything. So you can think, oh, I'm really grateful for them. But unless you tell them over and over, then they're never going to know. Unexpressed gratitude is worthless. It literally means that you have no gratitude for the team. So make sure that you give that, that gratefulness through verbal ways that you can impact them. You know, Walmart founder Sam Walton, he, he knew this principle, and it, and it led him to say this quote. I love this. He said, uh, outstanding leaders go out of their way to boost the self-esteem of their personnel. If people believe in themselves, it's amazing what they can accomplish. I'll tell you what, that, that is being a verbal leader. When you boost the self-esteem, when you begin to believe in people and you point out why that you believe in them and you're specific about it, I'm telling you, it's amazing what they can accomplish. So I want you to think about this. What, what is their phrase? All right, everybody has a phrase that impacts them the most. I mean, if I were to really sit down even with you, I would be able to, to through a series of questions and just discovery, begin to find out what is the phrase that means the most to you? What is it that you wanted to hear most of your life? Or maybe it's something you never heard, but you just wanted to hear. Maybe it was approval from somebody or, or this or whatever it is. But everybody has a phrase that means more to them than anything else. Okay, and, and it's something. 
and it's specific. Usually, it just their whole life is kind of in this phrase. So maybe it's something they never heard growing up, or maybe it's something they heard a lot, and it really just um, boosted their self-confidence, and they love to hear it. I mean, but everybody has a phrase. It's like this buzzword. It's like this button that you can hit, that if you say those words, that affirmation just means more to them than anything. So as a leader, you've got to begin to look at, especially your inner circle of people that you deal with over and over again every day. You've got to ask yourself, what's their phrase? What is it? What is it that I can say to them that means more than anything else that I could say to them? So you've got to know what what the phrase is for your team members. And how do you do that? Well, here's a few thoughts. Listen to what they value. I mean, listen to, to the things that they value the most and pick up on that. So use some of those buzzwords or phrases. If there's certain um, phrases or words or whatever it is that they use over and over and over again, then begin to use those words when you talk to them. And, and test the phrase. You know, try different things out and see what lights them up. I mean, what 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 kind of gets them going? You can usually see a physical response from someone that you really show gratefulness and gratitude towards when it really lights them up. When you hit that phrase, you'll actually see kind of just, you know, them look up or a smile or kind of their eyes twinkle. I don't know, you know, but you'll see something in there that means a lot to them. And listen, if you don't know and you can't figure it out eventually, just ask them. I mean, just say, hey, listen, what is it that I could do as a leader that could really value you and show you that you you really matter to me and this team and this organization? What is it that would show that to you? And just ask them. They might say, you know what? I would just love to hear, um, you know, you, just your approval on, on some of these projects that I do. Just hearing you saying, hey, thanks for your effort. It would mean the world to me. I mean, just ask them and then make a note of it and make sure you use it. So what's the phrase that, that, that your team, that your team members have and utilize that phrase? Know it, say it, spray it, wheel it, and deal it. And not in a manipulative kind of way, but in a genuine, true way that you're grateful for their contribution. All right, second V is this, to express gratitude, is visually. All right, people need to not only hear gratitude, they also need to see it as well. You know, I, I, years ago, I had a friend that went overseas on an extended mission trip, and, and my wife and I had the ability to help kind of um, give him some money towards his trip and just kind of support him, be thinking about him. And I'll never forget, when he came back, uh, he brought us a gift, and, and it was this, this uh, thing that, in an orphanage that the kids had made. Uh, this little kind of animal, uh, kind of a stuffed animal, and he brought it back, and there was kind of a story behind it. But but I remember him bringing that and just saying, hey, thanks so much for allowing me to go to this um, place and impact these kids and these children. It was a dream of mine come true, but it made such a difference, and he brought me this to say, hey, thanks so much. Let it be a reminder of my gratitude. And, you know, I had that in my office for years, just kind of sitting on a, on a desk, and I would just look at it every now and then and just remember, uh, just how awesome it felt to know that we had a, a, a significant part uh, in that impact that he had. And, and, you know, it was just something that was a visual reminder. And I'm telling you that people need to see gratitude. Those little things, those triggers that when we can see them, they just mean a lot. I mean, certainly it means a lot to verbally hear that people are appreciative of us. It's a whole nother level sometimes when they get us something or they they, they send us a note or, or, or get us a gift or, you know, even if it's something kind of fun or funny or something like that. But just to say, I was thinking about you and I want you to know I'm grateful for you. And here's a little token of that appreciation. 
So I, I want you to, to remember this as a leader because I don't see a lot of leaders do this. The verbal one, I, I do see, you know, maybe half the leaders that, that I see do this well, the other half don't uh, verbally. But I would say not even 10% use the visual kind of gratitude. I mean, they're not going to that level where they're literally um, getting things and, and, and writing notes and, and doing different things to express their gratitude or getting a gift or an award or whatever it is, right? It's, it's kind of like the, remember in the office, um, Michael Scott, the Dundee Awards, I think it was, <laughs> that he did, and they were all goofy and it was crazy that, but I think, you know what? There's an element of that 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 is so true. I mean, even having fun awards. I've seen some organizations I work with where at the end of the year, they'll give just kind of these gag awards, and and they're not, you know, sarcastic kind of mean. Uh, They're just kind of gag awards of, you know, the best dressed in the office or something like that, or uh, somebody who just contributed something funny or, you know, uh, the best um, failure and yet comeback that happened in the organization. So they might get them, you know, something kind of fun and that to kind of to represent it. But, you know, these things that truly are celebrating uh, just all the gratefulness that they have for their team members. So I want to challenge you. Do something. And even if you live in a virtual space where your team's spread out all over virtually or whatever it is, you don't see them in person, listen, send them something. Think about them. Get them an award. Get them a card, a note. Get them a gift, uh, you know, just to appreciate your gratefulness. I can remember Thomas J. Watson, the, 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 the famous uh, CEO of IBM years ago, and, and, you know, he was known for walking through kind of the hallways and going into all the different uh, places that they had, all the different branches. And he would go and he would walk through and he would give $10 bills to, to, to people just seeing them working hard. He'd go to some of the factories and he would literally give a $10 bill. And these $10 bills became such a, a, a show of gratitude that people would literally frame them and put them up wherever, you know, their cubicle or their office or wherever they could at home. And they it was almost a sign of this, like you got a $10 bill from Thomas Watson where he would just walk around and hand these out. And it became this this way of gratitude that became this famous thing in, in history in that. And, and I just remember that story and I think, wow, what what a great visual way. You know, where that $10, I mean, the value of that $10 was $10, but the real value, I mean, might as well have been thousands because when you got that, you just knew that, that there was some wind in your sails when you got that from Thomas J. Watson that he noticed you. So I just want to challenge you as a leader, do something that's visual. You know, I, I heard a story about Dennis Waitley, who uh, is a famous kind of motivational speaker in that. And in the 1970s, um, he was getting ready to get on an airplane, and his flight, he, he got moved. He got bumped out of his seat. He was really frustrated. In fact, he went to go uh, file a complaint. While he was in line to file the complaint, their announcement came over the, the PA system, and that flight that he was supposed to be on crashed on takeoff. In fact, it was one of the worst American uh, uh, plane crashes that that, have, that has happened. Two hundred plus people died. Uh, just, I mean, almost instantly from this. It was crazy, and he was so impacted by that. I mean, needless to say, he did not file his complaint, but he kept his ticket. And he literally framed it and put it up by his desk. And he said every day he looked at it, just so grateful for the second chance that he got. That even though this thing that frustrated him at the time of getting bumped turned out to be the biggest blessing in his life to, to continue to live life and move forward. And, and it was a visual reminder of him. Now, that was something for him personal. 
But I'm telling you, these visual reminders are so impactful. So utilize them as a leader any way that you possibly can. The last thing, the last B is this, valiantly. Okay, so you express it verbally, you express it visually, and third one, valiantly. Now, that's an epic word, right? I chose the word valiantly for two reasons. One, it's a V, and I like that. Two, I think it's really powerful because here's what the valiantly is defined as being. Marked by exhibiting or carrying something out with courage or determination. And if you are going to do this and show gratitude to your team, you better have courage and determination. I mean, you. I chose this word because it describes the way that you should always be focused on delivering gratitude valiantly. I mean, epically, right? I mean, one must appreciate others with a courageous determination on a consistent basis. You can't be wish-washy or timid about it. Uh, you've got to go all for it. People are worth our effort. And we can't allow ourselves to become lazy or apathetic when it comes to gratitude. Listen, the moment things become familiar to us is the moment we start to take them for granted. And if you take your team for granted, then they are going to begin to lose motivation, inspiration, and productivity. But the higher you value others and you place that value on them, the more they're going to give back to you as the leader and the organization. So I want to challenge you. You cannot overuse gratitude. Utilize it again and again, day after day, as often as you possibly can. It is one of the most powerful tools you have. Remember Charles Schwab, I've yet to find the person, however great or exalted his station, who did not do better work and put forth greater effort under a spirit of approval than he would ever do under a spirit of criticism. So listen, if you want to ignite your team's productivity, utilize gratitude, be grateful for him, get it verbally, visually, and valiantly and begin to be thankful for them and you are going to impact your team. I hope this helped you guys. Listen, go to johnbarrettleadership.com to get some more uh, books and information and podcasts. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.